Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. the pickings were too good and that's guy that's why this guy did what he did police in pueblo colorado say 37 year old levi roberts walked into a restaurant armed with multiple guns announced a robbery and soon left the business with an undetermined amount of money officers say a witness told him he tried to carjack a woman in the drive-thru but that was unsuccessful and he fled on foot not long after police left the scene after collecting evidence roberts again returned to the same restaurant again with the guns and a demand for cash Employees, though, recognized the men and were dialing 911 as soon as he walked in the front door. This time, on his second robbery attempt of the same business within two hours, he failed and then once again failed to uh, attempt to carjack someone, fleeing into nearby woods where he was located with night vision gear and arrested. By the way, the restaurant where the crimes occurred was a Dairy Queen. <laughs> well, the diddly bars are pretty good. Your, I don't know yeah. if I don't go back twice right. for them. I'm... I'm I'm a fan of the Blizzard. Got a couple of them golden spoons they used to give out myself, but I'm not going to go in there and try to get one at gunpoint. Did they quit doing that? No, that I don't know. Wasn't that the Royal Blizzard yeah, or something there was, you like had to, that? It had some kind of a filling in the middle of it. I don't remember. Like a heart-healthy filling? No, I'm sure it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Wasn't that at all? No, not at all. Well, look at here. <laughs> this is... What? Somebody, once again, has been messing with the buttons and the knobs on this control panel. Well, I mean, whenever we're not here, that happens. And I don't, you know, it's not so bad that they mess with them. They just don't put them back where they go when they get done messing. See where that one is on the microphone? Yeah, I do. I see that right there. When you switch it to the idiot mode, (laughs) switch it back to normal. I'm on idiot this morning, Cliff. No wonder this sounds so bad. Here, let me switch this back. There. Much better. You sound much more intelligent now. Thank you. Our morning road show, Thought of the Day. Okay. If people at NASA are so smart, how come they can only count backwards? (laughs) I've never heard them count forwards, ever, Cliff. Some days you just flabbergast me. They count backwards because it's a countdown. (laughs) Oh. But they must be smarter than I thought they were. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And then after they count to zero, they start counting up with the mission time. How many hours has the mission been in progress? I must have left that part out. Yeah, that's not... See, because whenever you see that on the news, you know, the media covers a launch or whatever. Yes. They always show the countdown. But I can assure you, there's a large clock in the media center at Kennedy Space Center because, you know, I've been there. And it counts down until it gets to zero, and then it starts counting up. (laughs) But they never mention that part. So it's, so your, I don't, I hate to use this word because it's rather strong. Your ignorance on this topic is the fault of the news media. So it's really not your fault that you're as dumb as you are. Yeah, because I switched the microphone (laughs) off of stupid mode earlier. That's exactly right. Oh, that was idiot mode, actually. Well, idiot mode. Yeah. If the new survey's out, if you're obese, you have a 70% higher risk of developing 
heart failure. Okay. Seventy percent. Wow, yes. that's kind of crazy, isn't it? That's a yeah. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty steep. Wow. Yeah. Cliff. Yes. <clears throat> Could you hand me that chocolate long john over there in the <laughs> box? Right. That's why they don't call those things smart pills. <laughs> As a matter of fact, hand me two of them. Yeah, that's right. Seventy percent. Remember. We police say it was because of an alert employee working in the public supermarket in Parrish, Florida, that we know what 40-year-old Eric Warden did, and then he later told police why. The blotter from the police station tells the story that Warden was shopping in the meat department and selected a 7-pound Angus beef tip roast valued at $62, but not having enough cash to cover the purchase meant he had to get it the old-fashioned way by stuffing the meat in his pants. That shoplifting attempt thwarted by an alert manager who challenged the man about the size of the meat that he had in his pants. That's when Warden reportedly declared, All right, you got me, and removed the roast from his pants and then fled the store around 8.30 a.m. He later denied to police he had stolen the meat since it was removed from his pants before he left, but since he admitted having no money for the purchase under Florida law, putting meat in your pants is then considered a crime. A store spokesperson later indicated that, after its stay inside Warden's pants, the rib roast was discarded due to contamination. <laughs> I've never heard you do a story, Cliff, yeah. where anybody stuffed fruit in their pants. No. It's always... It's always meat. Well, yes, because fruit's bad for you, right? No, fruit's good for you. Then why aren't people stealing it? Because people don't like to eat what's good for them. Jerry Seinfeld has one of my favorite shows on Netflix, Cliff. It's yeah. called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah, and, we've we've talked about that before. And that's exactly what they do. This he, is he drives, they jump in a car, and they go somewhere and get out and have a cup of coffee. Yes. And uh, this week, hard to believe, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld mm -hmm. celebrated his 65th birthday. <laughs> Seinfeld 65? 65. <laughs> and I got to thinking, Cliff. Yeah. He's 10 years away. Yeah. From doing another show, I think will be called Yeah. Comedians on Rascal Scooters. Getting laxatives. <laughs> I think that's what the new one's going to be. But you have to throw the word Geritol in there, too. You might want to throw that in, yeah. yes. This morning, Cliff, scientists mm -hmm. are out with the uh, newest adventure they have yes. about climate change. Okay. They say that when it occurs, and they're pretty sure that it's going to, yeah. it's going to cause an epidemic of dry, itchy skin. Ooh. Well, yeah. can you not see in the mm -hmm. future a new Olympic event? Yes. Freestyle scratching. <laughs> I can already hear the commentators. Yeah. Well, Jim. Yeah. Barther just pulled off the backside 1260, and I don't think we need to see that maneuver again <laughs> no. during this competition. <laughs> Cliff? Yes. I saw this morning, and I couldn't hardly believe this. What's that? Cracker Barrel is celebrating yes. their 50th anniversary this year. Cracker Barrel. Yes. 50 years old. They started in Lebanon, Tennessee in 1969. Okay. okay. And for the first time in the history of the company, yeah. they're going to sell fried chicken. I would have bet you really? $100 that they sell thought, fried chicken. Yes, because, you know, that's supposed to be like, you know, southern cuisine, home, home cooking cuisine, that kind of... I, thought, I would have thought fried chicken was a staple of what's on the menu at the Cracker Barrel. But and they've I, never they've never sold it. No, and I've been huh. in a Cracker Barrel several times. Yeah, and can swear that I've actually seen fried, fried chicken, chicken. But evidently not. Hmm. Okay, that's kind of stunning. So they started out in '69, the summer of love. 
Yeah. They'll be turning this year into the Summer of Love handles <laughs> with the fried chicken. Is that not true? Yeah, like we don't all have those already. That's, well, <laughs> speak for yourself. I Really? Okay. I really? Got, well. You have love handles. Your arms just aren't long enough to reach them. I seem to have a... <laughs> A, la- a larger love handle on the left side than the right, and I can't Why figure is, that. Well, I that's don't weird. know. It's a little deformity you're, there. You're deformed. Yes. In more ways than one. It's why I don't go shirtless very often. No. Oh, that's a vision I didn't need to have. Thanks for that. I can tomorrow if no, you want no, me to, really, Cliff. No, that's not necessary. As we celebrate your final day before no. you go on vacation. No, 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 no. Please wear a shirt tomorrow. By the way, it's only going to be 73 tomorrow, so... It'll be too cold. You'll be you'll be in your in your sweatshirt again, your hoodie, and your winter coat will be back out. So please refrain. We with all the talk of this weekend's Kentucky Derby, many people who are not huge horse racing enthusiasts might be curious where all those thoroughbreds go when they can't run fast anymore. The answer is retirement. There are farms dedicated to retired thoroughbreds. The really successful horses will see their progeny live on to race down the road, and so for them, it's a periodic trip to have, well, what you might call reproductive materials collected for insemination. Other than that, it's just a lot of eating and a lot of pooping, which apparently has spurred the creative business talents of someone in Kentucky, as you can now buy something there called Derby Turds. That's poop from prior Derby winners encased in resin and placed in a jar. Unless you think they're collecting any old horse poop, each turd comes with a signed certificate of authenticity. The artist making derby turds said the hardest part was probably asking the owner of a million-dollar horse for permission to collect its poop. But somehow, though, he has no problem charging for each derby turd $200. (laughs) By the way, it's available at the website ky4ky.com. Now, do you get a stick of gum with this, too, just like a baseball card? Like, collect the whole package? I don't know. I wish it came with gum. I would probably purchase one You would buy one if there was gum. Yes. (laughs) Cliff, do you know if uh, horses lose teeth just like we do Uh, here? I would suspect they do. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's a life cycle where they have baby teeth or, you know. I was just thinking, I I don't don't know how that works. I would assume it's possible for a horse to lose a tooth. But why don't they do that? That would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? (laughs) What, like, turn it into a... Horse tooth necklace? Yes. <laughs> no one wants that. I've got a secretariat's that's tooth right, that's right that's here right. on my no. necklace. That would be kind of no, cool. No, if, And if you ask the average person on the street, hey, you want this horse tooth necklace? They're going to go, nah. Oh. <laughs> it was a great idea till that. <laughs> and that ruined it all. I know I'm going to regret this, but I just can't stop myself, Cliff. What's that? There's a text message that came in with yeah. a question right for you, Cliff. Oh, Ingram. there is, huh? Yes. Well, let me go see what it says. Is it the one about the um, jerky? No. If oh. there's a disclaimer. <laughs> oh, oh, uh-huh. oh, okay. Does the derby poop come with a disclaimer about those spores you talked about yesterday on Take It to the Bank? Because yesterday we talked about the... Uh, fastest living thing known to mankind is a mold spore that lives in fresh horse poop it's rocket propelled to get away from the horse or from the poop so it can be eaten by another horse uh no i would assume not sounds like a naturally occurring function however you can take you know solace in knowing that any of the derby poop is um encased in uh, like a plastic thing i knew i was going to regret it but <laughs> 
inquiring minds apparently want to know. Apparently they? they do. Yeah. Yes. Going back to the news at 8 o'clock from the Associated Press. Okay. An NBA player, I forgot which one it was, yeah. made a statement that I think we ought to try well, they, doing They were morning. talking about the playoffs. Yes. And apparently, and I didn't catch the name, but he uh, had it quite the night offensively. Scored a lot of points. Yeah. And he mentioned that, uh, yeah. well, he was mm-hmm. just taking what the defense was giving him. Take what the defense gives us. Yeah, I remember that statement. We actually, should yeah. do that some morning <laughs> we, we, here, Cliff. We should take us? what the defense gives us here on the morning road show. So, all morning. All morning. Yes. We're going to take what the de- what the defense gives us. Starting at 6, exactly. <laughs> so let me just ask you this question. Okay. Who, pray tell, is the defense? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because for the most part of the morning... Physically in the building, I'm assuming the def- the defense would actually be present here, in the building. Yes, you know, trying to block our shots. Y- yes, steal the ball from That's us. That's right. Yeah, there's no one here but you and me. I'm assuming we're both on the same team now. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So there is no defense. We no. can't take what the defense gives us, because there is no defense. You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like another scheme for you to not try very hard. Because basically when we try to do a show based on taking what the defense gives us and we suck, you can say, well, it was all the defense. The defense was just more than we could handle. But there is no defense. There are some days the defense is really tough around here, Cliff. I'm just going to tell you that now. Well. And we should take take what what the defense gives us. That's exactly right. You're right. Tomorrow, we're going to give someone tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and to the Country Music Hall of Fame. They'll have to say this phrase in order to win. Next exit, turn right. Pretty simple, pretty straight to the point, four words, easy to remember. Probably you'll pass that sign on the way to work today. Next exit, turn right. And we'll have you call 812-386-1250 tomorrow. At some point in time, if you're the correct caller, the first person to say that wins tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and Country Music Hall of Fame. Next exit, turn right. Now, Cliff, yes? do you like the phrase that pays like this better than... Uh... <laughs> When we do other things like counting marbles in a jar and math equations and problems and story problems. Well, there's good and bad to each one. The good to, the good to doing the phrase is that we don't have to do any of the work. That's right. If we do the other things, you know, it's really like we have to try harder. <laughs> However, the entertainment value, in my opinion, is worth trying harder. Well, you're on a lonely island there, Cliff. Yeah, I figured. Facebook this morning, Cliff, has announced yeah. a mm-hmm. new dating feature that they have, at least. Oh, there's a dating feature on Facebook? Oh, yeah. And okay. they call it the Secret Crush. Okay. Now, what could possibly go wrong, Cliff, with a Facebook feature <sighs> called... Secret Crush. Yes. I don't... I'm, I'm guessing it's like you look at a list of pictures of people and you click that you're interested in them. Your Secret Crush. And if you... And, and if they do the same and they match you, then you're notified somehow that you've made a match. Yes. I don't know. It's not going to be. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's just, mm, it's, gonna, it's not going to go well. No. It's like uh, yeah. It's like walking into uh, yeah. Stalker Central is what it's about <laughs> like. Yeah. This isn't a pleasant yeah. thing, but I just can't, I can't hardly believe that this happened in Philadelphia. What are you talking about? Well. In Philadelphia, in mm-hmm. a guy's house, okay. a cockfighting ring was broken up. In the <laughs> he, house, not really, by was, the house. He was conducting cockfighting inside his own home. Yes. 
And I have to ask, what kind of wife does this gentleman have, Cliff? Because I've got buddies that are married. Yeah. And you can't go to their house and not use a coaster without their wife getting mad. This guy... This guy had bleeding chickens in his living room. And she seems to be cool with that. Now, that's laid back. Agreed. A little immoral, but laid back. Well, yeah, and illegal. Well, and there's that point, too. A lot of things, but she was cool with it. There's no doubt in my mind that Take It to the Bank has become the most popular feature on the Morning Road Show. Really? You think so? I know so. From past evidence. Past evidence. Yes, because it's been more popular... Yeah. Than the Opry tickets that we give away. True. It's more popular than Holiday World tickets that we give away. That's going to stretch. Yes. But no, it's not. Okay. It's true. Okay. Because I have spent literally yeah. hours and hours of time looking up a wide variety of topics and content that we can talk about on Take It to the Bank. Yeah. And in three days' time, yes. you, Cliff Ingram, mm-hmm. have taken a feature that you've hated with a passion yeah. And took it to another level of popularity. So you're saying I've actually improved it? Yes. Okay. Surprisingly so to me. I didn't, I'll admit. <laughs> you, you, were, you were skeptical. I was very. When, and, and you tried to avoid me doing this. And because of your yes. last three days doing this, yeah. it has skyrocketed, according to our listeners who've been texting in crazily about, ever since you've about, been doing. About the topics presented on Take It to the Bank. Yes. Okay. And so, Cliff, after all my hours of work and research, yeah. what did you do to come up with all of these <laughs> facts? Um, I went to uh, Google and did a simple search. Of? Facts about poop. There you go. <laughs> and I spent all of that time. Researching the wide variety of topics available that little known facts, that type of thing. And all I did was Google facts about poop. The topic of the Take It to the Bank today is the things that soldiers will do to survive in the time of war. And poop. <laughs> I thought I was doing so good on this Take It to the Bank. And, and here I come to show you how it's done, my friend. In honor of the fact that, you know, Take It to the Bank, with my help, I might add, is now the most popular segment of this program Here's today's edition. Weed in the history of warfare, there has been one thing that has killed more soldiers than anything else. It's not swords, bombs, bullets, hand grenades, or anything else of that nature. It's disease. Specifically, what's caused the most misery among soldiers historically is something called dysentery, which is an infection of the colon that causes bloody diarrhea. Let's take a look at how soldiers in World War II battled dysentery. German soldiers specifically, thousands of miles away from home, battling the Allies in the African desert. You might remember the African campaign and the Rommel Corps. As more and more of the Axis troops fell out of action because of sickness, field doctors began to look for a solution. They knew it was some sort of bacterial thing, but there was a shortage of antibiotics, and so the doctors were forced to look elsewhere for a cure, and what they found was that none of the local residents were so afflicted. They lived in the same place, they were eating the same food, and they were drinking the same water as the German soldiers, but they didn't get dysentery, and when they asked the locals why, they found the response quite startling. It's because all of the locals ate, on a regular basis, camel poop. In the lab, the Germans later found that there's a bacteria in the camel poop that ate the bacteria that causes dysentery in humans. And yes, they later turned that into a pill that you 
well, you could take instead, but for a good while, German soldiers cured themselves of dysentery by eating camel poop. And there was but one condition. It had to be eaten warm and fresh. And that's a load of poop you can take to the bank. <laughs> by the way, that's all true and factual. You can look it up. Really true. It actually happened. Cliff, this is hard for me to believe, but uh, the prisoners at Guantanamo Bay have been there so long yeah. that now the Pentagon is having to consider how to make nursing home type adjustments to the entire system there. <laughs> so Guantanamo could be a nursing home. It could become one, <laughs> yes, for the prisoners there. And I'm thinking it shouldn't be that hard since I believe yeah. bingo is kind of like a form of torture the way it is pretty well to, oh man how do you play that <laughs> I game don't know. but people go crazy oh, they go oh they do yeah just absolutely nuts i just can't keep up with it i mean because if you it's like one of those if you if you play the number of cards that you can keep up with people look at you like you're dumb like i can play two cards you're not really playing bingo unless you can play six cards i can't play six cards <laughs> even with a little dauber no no way no, right see I need one. I need a big dauber. That's what I've heard. <laughs> this is brand new music from Randy Hauser on the Morning Road Show. Well, Cliff, anything said today? Yes, indeed. Phrases of the day. Oh, and all the other phrases, by the way. Everything that we said will be available on our podcast later. You can find us on uh, iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can go to WeedonCliff.com, and if you subscribe through one of those services, you'll get a notification every day when it's posted. So you won't miss anything. Even all of these spectacular take it to the banks that we're doing this week about poop. Let's start with number three. The summer of love handles. Number two. Each turd comes with its signed certificate of authenticity. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. It's not your fault. You're as dumb as you are. <laughs> that was early in the morning. That was real early this morning. <laughs> Right out of the gate. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.